Today's reading is from the book of Mark, chapter 1. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the prophet Isaiah. See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare the way, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John the Baptist, baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him. And, he, and were baptized by him of the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed in camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and honey. He proclaimed, the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me, and I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came down from heaven. You are my son, the beloved. With you I am well pleased. And the spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness 40 days, tempted by Satan. And he was with wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the good news of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news, the gospel of our Lord. You may be seated. Thanks, Bob. We enter a new year, and we begin a new gospel, and I'm going to tell you, it may take a little time for us to get used to it. There are four gospels in the Bible, and each writes about the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, but each of them in a different way. Each of the writers has a focus, a lens in which to interpret God, and a reason why they tell this story. And so today we embark in Mark. And I want to spend a little time here probing some of the interesting and astonishing details that we find in these first verses that will give us a glimpse of God's presence among us. As Bob just spoke, Mark writes, in those days Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the spirit descending like a dove on him. The heavens are torn apart. I wanna bring us back to Advent where our theme for those four weeks was God, may you tear down the heavens and come down. We asked for it, and now we get it. So I have a question for you, and you can answer this, actually. 
What was the last thing that you have seen torn apart? What? One more time. A Kleenex. A Kleenex, okay. Scott. A Christmas present. Ah, yes, yes. Yes, the wrapping paper. Sharon. The election. Hmm. Anna. Pages out of a children's book torn apart. Indeed, good answers. The heavens do not open for Mark like you would a window in your bedroom when you want to let the cool breeze come in. The heavens are actually torn apart. Oh, I had this all. This is what tearing is. And the thing with tearing is you can't make it precise like you would with a scissors or a scalpel. Tearing is done with the hands. And with a tear, you cannot close up the gap to restore it to its previous version. Things are permanently altered. There is a scar or a seam or scotch tape, a forever reminder of what has happened. Now this tearing will occur again in Mark when Jesus dies, the temple curtain that divides the Holy of Holies from the rest of the temple is also torn in two. Through the cross, God also tears up death. For Mark, at the beginning and at the end, the world is forever altered through Jesus. And then the Spirit of God descends like a dove on him, another oddity we can't miss in Mark. The word translated as on is really into. The Spirit descends like a dove into Jesus. So there is an abruptness to this descent of the Spirit. God entered into Jesus. Another way to look at it is at his baptism, Jesus is possessed by God's Spirit. Now, we could find it comforting to think that because God has torn apart the heavens and come down to earth, that we now have access to God in a way that we didn't before. But I think God wants us to hear that God has access to us. There is no human move involved in God coming down to affirm his presence in Jesus. It is all God. And what we will discover through this gospel is that God through Jesus enters it all. Everything, every place, and every person that was considered God-forsaken is now where God can go and where God will go with the spirit inside of Jesus moving and disrupting, healing and casting out. Boundaries will be crossed and barriers will break down. And not everyone will be ready for this takeover. Now the abruptness, the forcefulness of God's presence that we hear about today 
can be comforting, but it also can be jolting. If God is so eager to come down to affirm his love and presence in Jesus, that means there's an insistence for God to enter all of this life. There is no place that God won't go. Now, this is a time of year when we write resolutions and we prepare budgets and forecasts and we list our goals and our hopes for the year. And all these things are needed and important, but they cannot be the sole structure of our lives of faith. God tears in to invade our perceptions and plans with his spirit. His spirit comes within and will go anywhere for the sake of community, healing, mercy, and love. The question is, are we ready to be surprised and pushed? So what does this tearing apart of the heavens mean for you in 2018? That is a question worth considering. Who will tear open the heavens and reveal God to you this year? Where may you experience God that you never even considered? And how will you yourself show up in a new way to bear God's hope and his love? The question I'm considering and we are considering as well is what does tearing apart the heavens mean for us at Mount Olivet? It means that we cannot get too comfortable or complacent thinking that we know where God will be or will, where he will not be. What we hear today from Mark is God is already here and the world is permanently changed. Those areas or people where we think God cannot be found may be the exact place where the Spirit is calling us to go. It also means that there is nothing that can separate us from God's love that promises for us and for all people. Nothing. Through Jesus, God takes it all. So wherever you are, wherever the world is, this promise remains. When we feel punched down and overwhelmed by the demands and the powers that surround us, we need to come back to this story, and we need to come back to our baptism. For it is here that God stakes a claim and he tears open the heavens to make it known. His spirit enters into us like it did Jesus. And within that, God claims all of you, all of us as a community, just as you are, just as we are. And then calls us from every dark place of sin and doubt and fear to hear that he is there too, breaking in with mercy and hope and wholeness. I'm really excited because we are going to spend the next three weeks talking about our last year at Mount Olivet and looking ahead to what is next. And I have to tell you, there is so much that has happened There is so much abundance that has been created because of this insistent spirit. And there is so much ahead as we heed her presence and her momentum. We are called to lean into this spirit of life and not tuck it away. Now there is one last detail of this story that is so subtle. Jesus is baptized in the Jordan 
just like everyone else. And all of this happened in the wilderness, the dry desert where things are uncontained, ungroomed, and ungrowing. This is never the place we would expect God to tear open the heavens to stake a claim that he has shown up in flesh and blood. The Spirit comes in the wilderness of this life, away from the tidiness of structures and traditions and perceived places of where the divine should dwell. So know and hear that the unknown, unchartered places are where God will be revealed. We won't miss the urgency and the abruptness of Mark over this next year. May we both hold on and let go for all that is ahead. Amen.